14 minutes it is after 8 p.m. And uh, we now take a look at uh, the uh, testimony of uh, Jacob Zuma. Day two of uh, former President Jacob Zuma uh, before the State uh, Capture Commission. And uh, we ask ourselves this evening what took place. And I'm joined on the line by Mzwandi Lembeche, senior SABC reporter. And also joined by uh, Kolani Dube, director at Zubera Institute for Research and Development. Gentlemen, good evening to the two of you and uh, welcome uh, to Metro FM Talk. Uh, good evening, Ayabong. Uh, good evening to Tolan as well. Uh, let me also humble myself to both of you as well as to the listeners. Bomzwandile, uh, let me start off with you. And uh, I saw you were rather busy today uh, throughout the course of the day, of course, uh, with uh, all manner of uh, crossings and reports. And uh, just your, your, your assessment uh, uh, from, I guess, all of the bombshells we heard yesterday and even that. Uh, 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 you know, a uh, speech by Jacob Zuma to his supporters outside uh, of the proceedings late in uh, the uh, afternoon yesterday. Uh, I guess, uh, what were some of your own expectations uh, kicking off the morning today, and uh, were some of those fulfilled? Well, it was quite an interesting situation, as you can imagine. Um, it actually is even more interesting when you're there, um, because you get to feel everything, to see everything, I mean, even the movements, the body language and everything. So it does give you an indication of how the situation is. If, let's say, if I can start about uh, what transpired yesterday, the sense was that he was basically giving a context to say uh, all that is happening to him now was as a result of a grand plan. Uh, Interestingly, perhaps some of the people who are implementing that plan may not even be knowing about that plan. So that that is the sense one got yesterday to say all this that is happening is that uh, there is this plot that he spoke about that started in the 90s. But coming back to today, uh, it was quite different to uh, yesterday. I mean, yesterday we were talking about bombshells as we have as we have mentioned, but today basically the cross examination was yielding absolutely nothing because almost. Every question that was put to him, uh, he basically had no recollection or he didn't know about it. So I suspect that uh, that is what is going to continue for the rest of the week if then we will be uh, at the commission for the five full days. Mm-hmm. What do you make, Mzwanila, of, uh, I guess, on the one hand, there's these sort of non-committal responses and they're saying, I can't recall, I wasn't there. Um, or it never happened, or you know, I've never come across uh, a fake event, or, or I, I don't make that kind of decision as the president when it comes uh, to, uh, of course, the uh, 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 redeployment or firing, uh, depending on which way you view it, of uh, Temba yeah. Maseko. What do you make of yeah. of that? And then, of course, all of the other uh, revelations and bombshells we heard yesterday, which were largely aimed at, I guess, uh, casting aspersions yeah. on the credibility of the process. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Uh, you know, if I look at um, the uh, issue of today uh, with regards to Maseko, you know, uh, it makes it very interesting because um, everything uh, that may have been said there, so it can't be backed up, let's say, by uh, documentary evidence, so to speak. Uh, Tim Maseko was a director general, so directors general report to ministers. So the president... Uh, basically does not necessarily have to uh, instruct the DG. But we know in the real world some of those things can happen. So for him, I think it was easy to say, I mean, whatever the problem the minister and the DG had, 
So they would know about it. I wouldn't know about it because I'm up there. I'm the president. And with regards to Fiki Mento, I think uh, it, that one was quite interesting. I mean, first, remember, he had issued a statement um, when Fiki Mento started making those claims uh, back then, many years ago, to say so he, he couldn't remember who Fiki Mento was. But today, what he did say was that he actually does know who Fiki Mento but when uh, though he made those, she made those claims back then, she, he says he couldn't remember the name. But after some time, when he saw the pictures, he said so he could remember who Fakey Mento was. But I think the crux of the matter with regards to Fakey Mento is that uh, the fact that uh, her traveling to Johannesburg and, and Cape Town is being disputed, so does really make it easier for, for the former president to say, I can't remember any of those things mm. because... Can you imagine if he, she, he were to say, oh, well, I didn't say what she said, because then it will then validate the fact that uh, she did come to Johannesburg, yet that has not been proven. Colani, mm, mm. what do you make, uh, uh, Baba, when it comes, I guess, to uh, some, not only some of the things that were said today, but I guess the context and uh, the uh, foregrounding of all of that in uh, some of the bombshells that we heard yesterday? <laughs> Look... I don't think that there were any bombshells. <laughs> I was what, what uh, I witnessed or what uh, I was really looking at is the hatred, as the display of hatred and betrayal among the so-called the ANC leaders. Because this commission, just like the HEFA commission and any other commission that we have, is about how the ANC... Uh, what you call it, a uh, top uh, brass, uh, after the loot, they don't agree mm. on the strategy on distributing the loot. And then that's where the problems start to, uh, to, 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 to emanate. And then that's where the betrayal starts to, <laughs> to come to the fore. And so the issue of betrayal is the issue of hatred of the guys who really scavenging uh, on the country's resources. But I, I think we have to put this into a context that ANC as a chosen political organization by the power that be during the times of apartheid and so forth is finding itself in a nexus or in the center of global, uh, how can I put it, contestation mm. of South Africa as a peripheral country between the international so-called underworld led by the Guptas and the so-called white monopoly capital led by so-called the, 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 the South African ruling elite. Mm. And then within that nexus, ANC is divided. There are those who serve the interests of the so-called white monopoly capital and there are those who serve the interests of the international criminal syndicate. Okay. Colin, we'll have yes. to pause there slightly. I just need to quickly take a spot break, but uh, encouraging also our listeners uh, to give us a ring there on 89 What do you make of uh, the uh, testimony provided by uh, Jake, President, former President Jacob Zuma earlier on today at the Zondo Commission? We continue on the other side of this. 
Parliament's Standing Committee on Appropriations invites uh, interested parties and stakeholders to submit written comments on the proposed amendments to the 2019 Appropriation Bill tabled by the Minister of Finance on the 3rd of July 2019. The amendment includes the authorization of $17.652 billion into ESCOM and the technical corrections to give effect to the revised Cabinet portfolios as announced by the President. Please send your submissions to Darren at uh, rnsa at uh, darren's at uh, parliament.gov.za by 18th of July. For more information and to obtain copies of the bill, please visit www.parliament.gov.za or contact Mr. Darren on 021-403-8105 on 021-403-8105. This message is brought to you by the Parliament of the Republic of South Africa. 24 minutes it is now after 8 p.m. We move uh, swiftly along and uh, I'm in conversation with uh, uh, Golani Dube from the Zubera Institute for Research and Development, also joined uh, by uh, senior SABC reporter Mzwandi Lembeja. And we're talking about uh, Jacob Zuma's showing in the witness box uh, on the second day of his uh, testimony before the State Capture Commission chaired by uh, Deputy Chief Justice Raymond Zondo. And uh, Mzwandile, you were mentioning earlier on, I guess, uh, some of your expectations that uh, um, certainly, uh, I guess, emerging from yesterday where uh, we saw the president was quite non-committal in his responses and uh, in some instances saying, well, uh, I don't recall that happening or it didn't happen at all. But uh, what do you make, of course, of uh, the uh, views of one uh, Ace Makashule, who came and said uh, quite a lot of things, I guess, uh, during the recess there and the break uh, about uh, his views, of course, of uh, and who said what, and uh, really unsure, I guess, of uh, who to believe, but uh, still saying that the ANC uh, certainly is going to have to engage internally around some of the uh, uh, things that uh, Jacob Zuma revealed yesterday. Well, Ayabonga, it's quite interesting um, to watch um, what is happening to the governing ANC. Uh, The Secretary General, as you correctly say, we spoke to him to actually get the sense of what the ANC is feeling about this. Because this could be the commission of inquiry into state capture. But let's be honest, this is eating at the heart of the ANC. Mm. And then you look at the people who are attending there, supporting a former president, it's those people uh, who were aligned to him uh, versus uh, those who could be aligned to uh, the, the current president, Cyril Ramaphosa. It actually talks to serious divisions. I mean, uh, Mr. Mahashule is basically saying the NC will have to discuss this. Yes, they can discuss it, but these wounds that they are opening, so will they be able to heal? So I think if they are not able really to to, to, to take care of these divisions that are emerging, and and, and also Ayabonga, I mean, looking at the people who were attending, Mm. uh, even yesterday and today, I mean, someone like uh, Mzwandile Mastena, the mayor of Ekorule, attended there, and uh, Manusi Kikaba was there today. Uh, I'm basically mentioning some of the prominent names. Mm. There are many others. There's Van Royen, Kedima Patswe, uh, there are many others who attended. The fact that uh, those who are seen to be attending there are people who are seen to have been aligned with the uh, former president mm. versus uh, those who could be seen as supporting the current president does indicate uh, 
that uh, there appears to be serious difficulty. And the ANC will have to do some yeah. introspection to deal with this. Let's maybe fast forward and uh, I guess fast track to uh, uh, what happened earlier on this morning. And uh, of course, uh, just before proceedings started or as proceedings started, uh, the president, of course, made this particular announcement about uh, his uh, uh, professional uh, assistant or PA uh, getting, uh, I guess, uh, some death threats there, which, of course, uh, would also affect him and uh, also affect his family. Take a listen to this. Golan, what do you make of, uh, I guess, uh, that as a starting a point earlier on today and uh, of course uh, in line with uh, already um, much of what he had said yesterday that is under attack uh, many nations or I guess the intelligence agencies of three nations uh, also involved in a concerted attempt to poison him and now uh, straight after his testimony yesterday uh, his uh, PA getting death threats. Album, you know for me it's very difficult to to make an analysis on on such kind of uh, presentation by the president, because uh, as I said, for me, I think when we deal with the issues that relate to presidency and to the country, we have to ask ourselves, what class uh, representation do Jacob Zuma represent with his lot? What class representation do Sir Ramaphosa represent with his lot? And then from there, that's why we can have a, a simple deductive analysis to say, if they are contending class struggle within the ANC or in terms of representation, that's where we can start to say possible Jacob Zuma is a threat to a particular ruling class or possible Sarah Maposa is a threat to a particular ruling class. And so in this case, Ayabonga, let us be honest, we are in the valley of nothingness. It does. I mean, we'll try as much as we want to extrapolate what is happening in that Zondo Commission. But Jacob Zuma is highly indicated to us that where what you are doing in that Zondo Commission, to a certain extent, is a waste of time. Whereas we have to be discussing the issues that affect the South African citizens. For an hours and hours, for the whole of this week, we, are, we have been getting excited for something really you and I that at the end of the day is not going to change the historical dispossession of our people. I think that the really discourse that we have to ask ourselves is a very simple one. We have this commission. We have what you call it Stellen Porsche. We have what you call it Gupta. And we have to ask ourselves what interest at whose interest is the ANC representing if there is division in that particular organization? If there are people who go with Sir Ramaphosa and if there are people who go with, with uh, Jacob Zuma, uh, we have to ask ourselves, whose interests are they representing? Mm, mm. And then once we understand that, that's where we'll understand the pillar of this commission. To say this commission is pillar, the contest in this commission is this. And at the end of the day, this is what we as the South African citizens, we can benefit out of this commission. Mm. But if we have not located the interest of these uh, contending uh, groups and our interest as South African citizens, trust me, we are chasing a mirage. We will be dead entertained. And Jacob Zuma will leave on Friday. Someone else will come. Mm. And then he will go as, <laughs> as, as, as the dispossessed. 
and people who are disadvantaged in our own country. The question that we have to ask ourselves again, uh, uh, Ayabongwa, whose interest is Jacob Zuma representing, mm. Mm. whose interest okay. is Cyril Ramaphosa mm. is representing, and those people who are supporting Zuma, whose interest are they representing mm. as well? That is the most important okay. question. 28 minutes it is now before 9 p.m. I'm in conversation with uh, Colin Dube uh, from Zubera Institute for Research and Development and uh, also joined by senior SABC reporter Mzwandi Lembej. And uh, we're talking about day two of uh, former President Jacob Zuma's testimony before the State Capture Commission. Uh, do let us know uh, certainly what uh, some of your sentiments were about uh, his showing at that commission. Give us a ring on 089-110-3377, 089-110-3377, and we'll certainly take your calls Mzwandile, uh, the other thing that uh, we saw today, of course, was, uh, I guess, some wrangling on the part of uh, Mr. Zuma's counsel. Uh, and uh, this was in relation, of course, to, to how they felt some of the questions were being posed uh, to their client. Just maybe for some of the people who weren't following yeah. what was happening, just give us a sense of what indeed happened and uh, uh, whether or not that had a bearing on the kinds of questions that were posed uh, to uh, a pres- yeah. uh, former President Zuma. And by extension, of course, some of the responses he provided. Yeah, you see, it was um, um, quite interesting again, because um, remember, Ayabonga, uh, that the former president is at the commission at the invitation of the commission. So basically, it's not according to the procedures of the commission. So he was requested to be there. So if you are, let's say, subpoenaed, and then it means uh, you will then be subjected to the rules of the commission. So, as he's a guest of the commission, so they then perhaps used the opportunity yesterday to put their side of the story. Because there are many witnesses who've been uh, saying certain things about the former president. And the commission felt, maybe we need to hear from him. So what is his attitude? What does he think of all of this? But when then uh, advocate Paul Pretorius, the one who was leaving the evidence on, on Mr. Zoma, uh, started uh, putting those questions. The legal team felt perhaps the questions were in the form of cross-examination. And then they said, you know, if they were to follow this route of cross-examination, it is unfair because they would have wanted to prepare him and then they would have wanted to have been finished with questions uh, like it happens with any other witness. So they basically said the fact that uh, they were there at the courtesy of the commission, at the invitation of the commission, rather, so uh, felt uh, the commission was going a bit harder. But, of course, the commission said, no, uh, what we are doing, we are seeking clarity on many issues that have been said by him. So, obviously, there was that standoff, and then I think the judge decided to then take charge. The judge called them into the chambers to say, uh, we cannot then waste these five days. Remember, five days have been set aside to deal with issues that have uh, arisen relating to uh, Zuma. So if that wrangling would continue, it means there would be a necessity for adjournment, and then there would be wasted time. And the judge basically said, Ayabongwa, you continue Pretorius seeking clarity, and then the legal team of Mr. Zuma, so only in the extreme situation where you feel it's uh, not fair that you need to intervene. But of course, the judge will also direct matters. If the judge feels uh, Mr. Pretorius is going perhaps 
deeper than what it's supposed to do, the judge will intervene. So I think that was the compromise that was reached because at the rate and the animosity that was starting to develop, I could see an adjournment coming there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, Kolani, w- 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 the other issue here is, of course, we've had many witnesses coming and uh, uh, making all manner of uh, allegations here uh, about Jacob Zuma's involvement uh, in uh, uh, what they've seen as allegedly sort of incidences of state capture and uh, influence of uh, the Gupta family in particular in the making of certain decisions. And, uh, of course, the ones that we took a look at today was uh, the testimony of Feiki Mento and uh, that of uh, Temba Maseko. What do you make? of uh, how uh, Jacob Zuma responded in particular to uh, uh, the testimony of Temba Maseko. And uh, I, I guess the one person who would have uh, assisted us to uh, unpuzzle this particular puzzle uh, is the late Collins Chabani. Look, it's a very simple thing, Ayabong. If I was Jacob Zuma, uh, I was going to answer the same way, to say I don't remember, <laughs> I, I, I can't recall, uh, when was it? You know, because mm. it's a clear indication that the ruling party... Is not taking us seriously. And the ruling party, I think, it has forsaken its historical mission. Because if it has not, we're not going even to have this commission. Uh. You got me? Where they accuse each other of representing different interests. And so it's a clear indication that, one, they know that there is no recourse for whatever that they are saying. And two, they understand that they are dealing with the dispossessed who are vulnerable, who are gullible, who are also at their mercy of whatever information that, can, that they can give to, 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 to the, to, to the dispossessed. And so us, as South Africans, I think we need to have a different narrative that. Currently, we are being seized uh, with. Mm. Because for the past 25 years, Ayabongo, if we were still young, I was still young. There was Heifer Commission. What is happening today, if you can go back to the archives of Heifer Commission, it's the same thing. The ANC is telling us about spies. The ANC is telling us about this and that. But it's not telling us about the concrete objective mm. of our struggle. Okay. I think that it was going to be better that you are having yeah. a commission where we really discuss sure. about the economic transformation, okay. the truth and reconciliation on the issues of mm. economic uh, justice, as well as on the issues of sure. land, and how the people, the, 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 the black child is supposed to be educated. Okay. Those are the commission that really we need to have, rather right. than the commission that take us to the past, not sure. to the future. Okay, Kolani saying we're having the wrong conversations. I've got uh, two of our callers there, and uh, we'll take some of the calls now. Tabo, you are in Midrand. Good evening to you, and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Hey, I have Hey, Shapu me out. Shap, shut my mind. Oh, please go ahead. Hey, take. Hey, take. Look, do you know what's happening here? Now, tell me why Ndadev uh, Zuma is saying that he's been targeted. Ndadev uh, Zuma feels that when he was sent to go and resolve the war with, 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 with IFP, mm. that was taking place, uh, those that were left behind behind Baja and AIDS, and especially when they came back from, from exile. Yeah? Uh, the, 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 what he's asking himself is that 
soon as he came back from exile, no one mm. had anything. No one had money. Mm. Where did Mandela, Khalima, Tabombeki, everyone, you know, uh, Sushulu, all of these people, where did they get money to stay in expensive suburbs? Mm. So, 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 wait, wait, wait. Tibos, let me understand you like this. Ne? Are, are you suggesting that Zuma is saying, what about the other capture? Because yeah, actually, that's what he's saying. That's, okay. that's why he's saying okay. that he feels that he's targeted. Because he's saying, he, his view is that, and I'm, I'm saying it in layman's terms. Sure, okay. Kuti, why Melugu, why Melugu doing, what about Lamaba Sekaleng? Mm, mm, so that's why mm, he okay. mentioned the thing of, 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 that's why he mentioned the thing of, the public protector said there's sure. no money. Mm. Why all of a sudden did they get sure. money? Okay. Why are we focusing on me. What about Lamar Tibos. Tibos. Okay. So, Tibos. So it's a thing of, it's a thing of, Tabo. why me? Tabo. And let me tell you something. Tabo. Tabo. I, Tabo. I sort of Tabo. 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 The point is very well made. I want to sneak in others. I stated in Albany. Dino Useshowe, good evening to you. Good evening. Good evening. How are you, sir? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm okay. Dino, um, oh, oh, Dino, let's do this. Ne? Please hold the line for me for a second. I need to quickly go to a, a ad break. When I come back, Zokala okay. Gwen above. All right, sharp. Eighteen minutes it is now before nine PM. Dino, please go ahead, Bob. Yes, sir. Um, no, I've got two or three things here. Uh, let's just go for one, Bob. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're out of time. Yeah, let's go fine. for one. That's no, fine. Sure. Uh, it, it, in conclusion, he's saying death threats are, are real. Mm. Death threats are real, man. Because uh, if you, if you can listen to Jacob Zuma correctly, somehow there are people who are threatening him, and uh, this calls for. For, 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 for people to, to quickly look at it. Why I'm saying this, look at what is happening in what we call political killings. Mm. Uh, people are dying left and right, especially yes. in case and in case and that's what I, we see most of the time. Two, if you look at the ANC, ANC somehow they're very afraid. Look at the uh, ACE. ACE, if you can look at this official expression, is afraid that there are some people who are, go- who are going to be exposed by Jacob Zuma. Mm. Two, yes, indeed, this uh, commission, somehow, yes, indeed, I agree with some of the, with some of, of, of your guests there. This uh, commission will be proper if Guptas are going to be robbed in to answer some of the questions in the presence of... Bazo Batola Group, Bazo Batola Group. Bazo Batola Group. No, you know, you know, for this, I don't know what about Tolago, but there must be a somehow in where these guys can come and answer. Because look at Zoom. Zoom keeps on saying, hey, I, I, I can't remember. Mm. Who's going to remember, you know? Eish. And, and uh, who's just going to, to justify the correctness of where were, where were these guys, uh, Vicky Mento, to, to the Gupta's house and those kind of things. Those are the Gupta's who, who can come and, 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 and answer the question. I mean, the big, question that yeah, I, yeah. yeah mm. but the question that I have uh, is that, is the end ready to jump in because what I'm looking at it, somehow these guys, they want to stop the commission. Why? Because the top six, if you can listen to Jacob Zuma correctly, he's saying that some of the people, some of the people are plotting this. Actually, this commission has been plotted to, 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 to just, I mean, embarrass him. Mm. Remember before, before, before you, um, uh, last year, no, yeah, last year, if you remember his statement saying that those who are calling for the commission, are going to be disappointed. Are going to regret it, yes, yeah. <laughs> Can you speak okay. about that those Dino. words? And now people are saying that, hey, this guy, because Dino. Jacob Zuma is yeah. not, not in, in the payroll of the government. Mm. Now he's, he's so... Well, he's, he is. I mean, you, if, you're, if you've ever been a president, you paid for life. That, that's my understanding. Yeah, but, but, mm. but somehow, Jacob Zuma somehow, they're threatening him, threatening him because if he can speak like this, 
they can they can somehow manipulate for him to lose all the benefits that he has. Okay. Somehow he's afraid right. even to speak to them. All right. Baba? But, but, ah, Dino. Yo, 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 Dino. This is um, Valeli Salaputino. But uh, saying there that Asmatole uh, Ramakupta so that they can corroborate or I guess deny or refute some of the comments that they have been made there. But uh, the big question is, I'm not sure. <laughs> D- does anybody not have throat lozenges uh, uh, there in Parktown? Throat lozenges or, or a cough mixture or something of that sort, I guess, to, to assist the former president there? Well, he did uh, indicate earlier when he presented his evidence yesterday that uh, he was having flu. Okay. And then I think um, being put on the stand for that long, I'm sure instead of it healing quickly, so it will pass, take a bit of time. Sure. So, yeah. Okay. I guess he is taking medication. Sure. Of course, as a former president, uh, you know, they have access to these things. In fact, yeah. they even travel with the doctors. <laughs> sure. It should be easier. <laughs> cool. Last one on my end, and I'll give Kolani the last word here as well. Well, any expectations, I guess, for many of our listeners uh, for uh, day three of uh, the testimony of a former president? Look, I, I think uh, what is said about Africa will always be used by foreign agents, and they will always exploit us. And at the end of the day, is us, again, who are supposed to be at each other's throat to say, you have been used, and we'll be pointing each other. I think it's the destiny or that is the factor in the African state, because here it's clear. People are putting us as African, as South Africans into conflict are the Guptas and the white monopoly uh, proponents or uh, the so-called those who advance the interests of the white monopoly capitalists as those who advance the interests of the Guptas. Let me put it in that way. But interestingly, the Guptas as, as, as well as those who are, came to, or who are being pointed as white monopoly capitalists will never come to the Zondo Commission. Mm, mm. It's us who will always be in the Zondo Commission vilifying sure. each other insulting each other and 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 and, and casting aspersion on our integrity mm. but then they're in dubai in a comfortable space yes. they've been having weddings of billions and well as the the, the, the rupert and the others they mm. are enjoying fine wines in a state and they can go to our airport without being searched and so yeah. forth and leave our country but us will always be at each mm. other's throat. Okay. And so that's why I'm saying this commission sure. is a valley of nothingness. Okay. Except that Colani. it's about hatred amongst the black people. Kolani is saying there's a veil of nothingness there. Uh, Zwandile, what ought we to expect tomorrow? Well, we continue with the uh, questioning from the uh, lawyer, uh, uh, advocate Pretorius. Uh, tomorrow we'll start with Barbara Hogan. And remember, Aya Bongwa, that uh, there are still a few more uh, witnesses that mentioned the name of the former president, like uh, Ramatlodi, uh, who was mentioned yesterday, and uh, a few others, really. Uh, Nene, so you'll be, you'll be uh, quizzed on those questions. And then I, I personally expect uh, uh, that uh, we could take uh, perhaps shorter than the five days that had been set aside. Okay. 
We'll have to leave it there, gentlemen. Really, really appreciate your time and big thank you for joining us uh, this evening. That there was Mzwani um, Lembeje and uh, Kolani Dube, uh, Senior SABC Reporter and Director at Zubera Institute for Research and Development, respectively. Now, this is what it, uh, Ace Mahashule uh, had to say, of course, uh, during the lunch break of uh, that uh, uh, inquiry there into state capture, reacting, of course, to uh, former President Jacob Zuma's testimony.